0: My preaching this morning, the title of this, it, it is uh, Knowing Your Value Makes a Difference. Knowing who you are, your value in God, makes a difference in your life, in this earth, in this world you're walking in. I'm going to read it in the Thessalonian 2 Thessalonians 2.16. In an amplified Bible, AMPC. AMPC. Knowing your value makes a difference. Now, my may our Lord, this is Apostle Paul talking to the Thessalonians. He said, Now, may our Lord Jesus Christ Himself and God our Father who loved us and gave us everlasting consolation. And encouragement and well-founded hope through his grace and merited favor. Through his grace. Comfort and encourage your hearts and strengthen them. Make them steadfast and keep them unserving in every good work and word. Brother and sister friends and relatives, now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who loved us, who loved us, and God, even our Father, which hath loved us and hath given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace. Isn't it everlasting there? When I look at that, the moment you receive him, you have that everlasting confidence in God. That knowingly your spirit it is not in a way to heaven it is about heaven bound it is the father's love for you that gives you the power to overcome this is the father's love for you that give you the power to overcome every mistakes every failure and sin in your life the Bible puts this way sin is no longer your master for you no longer live under the requirements of the law Instead, you live under the freedom of grace. Romans 6, 14. Hallelujah. First of all, you have to know who you are in Christ Jesus. You have to know that he made you righteous because he became sin for you. That through him he knew no sin. That through him you might have the righteousness of God in him. In Christ Jesus. Amen. This is what I tell you. The scripture said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all, all of this thing shall be added unto you. The moment you know who you are in Christ Jesus, you will not be hanging around with people that draw you down in negative ways. That's right. You're not going to be around with people that talk like, Very good speech. God don't call the wise. He called the very prudent. No knowledge at all. The Bible says this way, it's no longer your master, for you no longer live under the law. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace why is it that the word of God always go back to the because so many right now they always go back to the rules and regulations They want to go back to the old oh we are under grace but they still preaching to the other side of the covenant God dealt with us with covenants which is two covenant there's a, uh, under the law and under grace hallelujah this is so powerful. When I started this l- last night and then I'm going to and then I, I know I'm going to continue this Wednesday night. This is God. It is in the beautiful today you are living under the freedom of God's amazing grace. His unmerited, undeserved, unearned favor in your life. Grace give you gives you gives you freedom, freedom from lack. Oh, freedom from lack, from fear. But if you're still walking under lack, under poverty, under sickness, under diseases, you have not received the abundance of grace. Because it's in your spirit will tell your soul when you keep hearing and hearing the word of God. Faith will be committed. See what you've been watching, or uh, what you've been looking at, what have been you? That's why the Bible so very, very clearly said, guard your heart. In Proverbs four, verse twenty, guard your eyes. God's, God says, guard your whatever, your ears, whatever you hear, your eyes, because the in your heart is the issue of life. What is in your heart when you are born again? It is God intent for you to you season it with grace. Grace can make you an overcome. Because everything is made under grace. Who is that grace? His name is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Oh, Gives you freedom from lack, from fear, from addiction, from the torment of guilt, and from every curse and every sin. The more you experience the love and grace of your Heavenly Father, the more you fall in love with Him and out of Love with him and out of love with sin. Did he know that the enemy has no hold over people who know their fathers loves them? You have to know that the fathers love you. That's why in Romans chapter 5, verse 5, hope is not a shame because the love of God is shed abroad in your heart, written by the Holy Ghost. And in Galatians chapter 5, verse 6, faith worketh by love. And a lot of people say, oh, we're going to love God more. We're going to love more. It never been our love. We could never love God with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our strength. Only one can love God. His name is Jesus Christ. I done it all. I am the way, the truth, and the life. That's why Galatians chapter 5, verse 6, he said, that faith worketh by love. Who is that love? It is the Father's love. That's why it's very important. You know what circumcision here when he said, for in Jesus Christ neither circumcision, that's the law, aviolate anything, nor uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by love. How did we have this love? Because he first loved us in 1 John chapter 4, verse 10. He loves us first. That's why we can use the love of God that's in us that this is faith. overcome. Hearing is our love, not that he loved us, and he sent his son to be the profitation for our sins. See, not that we love God, but that he loves us. He loves us first. This is the love of God that we can overcome everything. Every sickness, every diseases, every lack, every poverty, every every addiction. The moment you understand grounded that who you are in Christ Jesus, your flesh will submit to it. That's why Jesus said, could you not pray for an hour? Could you not tarry, even be awake and be watchful and be prayer- prayerful because your adversary is a roaring light. Lion, he's seeking whom may he devour. He is acting like a lion, but he is just a barking without a teeth. First Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary is a roaring lion, whom seeking, whom may he devour. Every day the devil is working 24 hours, 7 to buffet you, and you believe in Christ Jesus. You have to know who you are in Christ Jesus. The moment you want to see your loved ones come to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. You want to see your children. You want to see your wife. You want to see your husband. You want to see your boyfriend. You want to see your girlfriend. Your brother. Your sister. Come to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Submit therefore yourself to God. And seek him first. That his righteousness that's in you. And therefore all of this things shall be added unto you. I saw it many times. Could you imagine? It's so beautiful to fly. Knowingly, that you're on a mission for God. Wherever you go, you're on a mission for God. Isn't that beautiful? When you eat, when you pray for your food, there is no thought. I don't have nothing against any cleanliness. I don't have nothing against it. But it is he. Maybe the best example of it. Jesus Christ said, I preached that last Sunday. It's not what the one that coming into you, that defile you. Washing my hand to eat the food. Jesus spoke that. It's hypocrisy. You speak in another, but you do another thing. That hypocrisy. That's why when I look at the... Uh, I, I got so encouraged last night. I look at the two men of God. One Elijah and Elisha. When I studied about those two, in First Kings chapter seven, 17... And Elijah, Elijah himself, this is Elijah, he said. And Elijah, the test of verse 1, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, as the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain this years, but according to my word. Amen. See how confident he is? I said, Lord, do you know what? And I hear that in my spirit. When you ride under our plane, thank you, Lord. This plane it will be in my destination because I'm in this plane. Amen. Thank you for the angels that encamp around Amen. us. And I said, wow, the decree that he is even under the law, the covenant of the law. And then he said, in verse 2, And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Give thee hence, and turn thee eastward, and hide thyself by the brook Cherith, that is before Jordan, and that shall be, that thou shalt drink of the brook. And I have commanded the ravens, ravens, to feed thee there. Do you know what ravens is? They're the dirtiest. Dirty part? Yes. Um, but I'm not going to go in there. Because I'm not going to go in there because that's a different preaching in there. But I, wanna, I want you to understand to have this revelation. And he said, And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee. So he went and did according the verse five, according unto the word of the Lord. For he went and dwelt by the brook Cherith, that is before Jordan. And the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning, and bread and flesh in the evening. And he drank of the brook. And it came to pass after a while that the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. i will address you right now, brother and sister, in verse 8, that's what you're going to see. In verse 8, he said, go to this place. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, arise, in verse 9, give thee to the Zarephath which belongeth to Zidon and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. Wow. Now, what is this? We have the better covenant when I'm telling you, when you know your identity in Christ. First John 4, 4. Greater is he that's in you than he is in the world. You overcome everything, whatever the plague of the enemy. Apostle Paul is Apostle Paul, he's very confident in that. And he said, So he arose and went to Z- Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there, gathering of sticks. And he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel, that I may drink. Do you know what that woman said? I will gather two sticks. As the Lord liveth, he said, Your God. He called him Lord because he is a prophet. We're going to go pitch up some sticks and we're going to do it for me and my son, and we're going to die. And Elijah said, Do as I told you, give it to me first. And you will not go dry. Very big example. And in this way, the woman was his son. Her son died. And Elijah. When you start reading that the whole chapter first first king chapter 17, he died. And Elijah went out there and rose him from the dead. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Even the law, because he is being called by God. Amen. Now here is wow. grace, Elijah operating in the grace. The successor of Elisha. And 2nd King chapter 4. From verse 1. Uh, Why is it I have to tell you? Elijah was operating under the old covenant. But Elisha in the old body, in the old covenant, operating under grace. He was not a judgmental prophet. He was a grace prophet. Grace has always been with us. The Bible said, He never leave us nor forsake us. In Hebrews 13, five, Hebrews 13 verse 5, He's always going to be with us from the beginning. And I said here in 2 King chapter 4 hallelujah Isn't that, you not that i know i'm gonna i'm gonna have five minutes here we're gonna we're gonna study this because this is so when you study the word of god i in chapter 4 now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the son of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant my husband is dead, and thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord, and the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be bandmen. In men. In Elijah, this woman that gave him the two sticks, and, and they cooked for him a cake, and they were hubbed Uh, they have never been hungry anymore they were filled all the time with food Mm -hmm. because they did what under the old covenant they believe in the prophets and they received it but this is Elisha right here Elisha saying the servant has been, been is dead no and thou knowest, let's go back to Second King, chapter 4. This is Elisha now. Knowest that the servant that feared the Lord and the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be men. And Elisha said unto her, what shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in the house? And she said, thine handmaid hath not anything in the house save a pot of oil. Then he said, go, borrow. The vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessel, borrow not a few. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons and shalt pour out into all those vessels and thou shalt sit aside. Now it is full, so she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons who brought the vessels to her and she poured out. And it came to pass when the vessel were full, that she said unto her son, Bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, There is not a vessel more. And they all stayed. Then she came and told me the man of God. And he said, Go sell the oil and pay the debt, and leave thou and thy children of the rest. Let's prosperity. Yeah. That's what God, you continue in knowing God by his grace. We are saved by grace. We reign in this life in Christ Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And I'm going to continue this next Wednesday night, about a Shunammite woman, that Elijah, Elisha told her that you will bear a son in the cycle of time. When you wanna see yourself walking in this divine health, look unto Jesus, the author, the finishers of your faith Hebrews 12 verse 2 let's look unto him trust in him because he will show you he is the way the truth and the life and anybody have a special song this morning Someone of you have not received the Lord Jesus Christ I say this prayer Lord Jesus Come into, my heart. Come into my heart. I receive you now, receive you now. as my Lord, my Lord and Savior. You see the prayer. You are born again and find a Bible-based church in Jesus' name and receive also the feeling of the Holy Ghost. Robo shikarabasita in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.